The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey everyone, welcome to another rendition of Catch and Shoot 2.0, the quick hitter version. On this week's episode, I'm joined by Om Young Masuk, and we talk all things NBA bubble, including the Clippers, the Lakers, the Magic without Jonathan Isaac. It's a fun listen, so let's get to it. I was wondering how like the Clippers and the Lakers would approach these games, um, because the Clippers still have something to play for. The Lakers really don't, um, but you see these guys, they're kind of being tested and they're being pushed a little bit, and I think it's the perfect thing for those teams. They need these eight games to be tested and pushed before getting ready for the playoffs. You know, and that's a really good point. And, you know, it's something that Otto and I, he's hes my co-host on this show, talked about kind of leading up to these seeding games, just how good the basketball was going to be. You know, were we going to see high-level NBA basketball like we know, you know, at the end of the season come playoff time? Don't want to say this time of year because usually the season's over this time of year. But have you been surprised with just how good the play has been? Totally. I mean, I thought that the games were going to be incredibly sloppy. And I still think, but maybe I'm being proven wrong here, that come playoff time, I've mentioned this to a few people, that like a team like Oklahoma City that has the ability to just win ugly could be trouble in the playoffs. Because when you get to uh, these playoff games and there's no fans – you know, there are going to be times in these games where players are looking for something to boost them, a little energy, and they're not going to have it. And a team that can make a game ugly like Oklahoma City might be able to throw a curveball that you might might, might have been able to handle uh, during normal times. But in an arena with no fans, and sometimes you're looking for that extra energy, you're not going to get it this time around. But with all that being said, these games, <laughs> I mean, they've been great. If you're a basketball fan – and you're watching these games. It's just like like today, Brooklyn upset the the Bucks. I get it. The Bucks weren't playing all their guys, but still, I mean, you weren't expecting that. And certainly, you get Devin Booker hitting a, a, an incredible game winner over Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Some of these games are going down to the the absolute you know wire. And then you've got these incredible like um, you know individual performances. Look at like uh, Luka Doncic today: thirty four points, twenty rebounds, twelve assists. James Harden going off earlier. I mean, it's been incredible. Anthony Davis, all the stars are really coming to play. And I really do believe um, what a lot of these guys are saying, that this feels like the greatest AAU basketball camp ever in the world. Um, I feel like these guys are starting to kind of show out a little bit like you would see at like, say, the old school ABC camp in New Jersey or something like that, where you would hear like, oh, this guy over here, this, this kid, Kawhi Leonard, he's he's like nobody's ever heard of him. He's doing great. Like these guys are starting to show out a little bit. And it's like word is starting to spread. You hear like, oh, man, this guy had an incredible game today. It just feels awesome to have basketball in the middle of the summer and basketball that counts. I cannot relay that enough because, you know, the one thing I kept relating it to and it's because i covered it for so many years was the orlando pro summer league you know that was an event that was held inside a gym there was the only other people that were there were scouts and media members and that's basically what we're getting in this orlando bubble right now and it's just basketball in its purest form and it's so much fun to watch and it's so entertaining each and every night and oh it's hard to believe but we're already almost halfway through these seeding games. I mean, you look at it, most of the teams have already played three games. Some will play their fourth game on Wednesday at the time of this recording. 
So, and I'm going to ask you this, which team so far has been the most impressive to you? Uh, wow. That's, uh, I would probably say, um, Milwaukee has looked good, obviously, and that they did lose to the Nets, notwithstanding. Toronto has been great. Um, and I think Toronto is reminding people that you really can't sleep on them. Um, I was told coming into the bubble uh, from somebody who's in that organization that, you know, they are locked in. This is like a business trip. And if you think about it, this is a situation where the NBA has never gone through this before, right? It's an unprecedented situation. Nobody's ever been put in a bubble having to try to win in three, four months and not being able to leave, not really being able to see your family or friends or do anything, just go to a restaurant. And so if you take coronavirus out of the mix and just say, we're going to put a whole bunch of teams into a bubble and the best team wins, that would itself would be unprecedented. And it would take enormous, um, an enormous amount of things for a team to go through in order to win that, let alone having this virus be there. So it's going to be whoever wins this whole thing will have won a war of attrition. And so back to the Toronto Raptors, they're the only team in this bubble that knows what it's like to win a championship at its most recent time. Like they are coming off of winning a championship. They know what it takes, but last year, they had to go through it with a monkey on their back of all the playoff failures Toronto has gone through. They were carrying the hopes of an entire country that had never won a championship before. And on top of that, every day had to hear, is Kawhi Leonard going to leave? Now that they've won and got that monkey off their back and they know what it takes to win and they knew they could win without Kawhi Leonard and now they don't have to worry about Kawhi Leonard leaving all the time, um, they are locked in. And as this one person told me in that team, they know they are going to be a hard team to beat four times in a playoff series. And I think we're starting to see that. And Nick Nurse has been exceptional with his coaching. So Toronto, I think, would be a team I would say. And then I would say, you know, look, the Lakers have looked a little vulnerable at times. Uh, Clippers obviously don't have all their guys yet. I would still say those are the two teams to look for in the West. And then Houston, I think, is also reminding people what a lot of NBA people thought going into the bubble, but maybe people outside didn't believe, which was Houston could be a problem inside this bubble because of Russell Westbrook and James Harden. And if they're able to play clutch defense at the end here in certain games that are close games, Houston is a team in the West that I think would provide the biggest threat to the Lakers and Clippers. Well, defense for that Houston team has always been a little bit of a conundrum for them, specifically James Harden, not to throw shots at anyone, but you know, to kind of, Go back to that Clippers situation and, you know, really the Lakers too. And, you know, the Raptors, Raptors and Lakers went head to head the other night where really I thought we saw the toughness of Kyle Lowry. And that's what's going to make that Raptors team so difficult in a playoff series is just how tough they are each and every single night. And then when you throw in Pascal Siakam and the things that he can do defensively and offensively, it's just a murderous row. What about a team like Orlando, a team that, you know, really the last 15 game run, and I, I mentioned them specifically because I covered them for a long time. I'm in the Orlando market, so I see a lot of them. How good have they been offensively? Is this a little bit of a fluke for them? And how devastating of a loss is Jonathan Isaac for them? Jonathan Isaac Hurts, um, you know, he's a guy that like, he was only playing not that many minutes. And obviously, we hadn't seen him in a long time. He hurt his knee back on January 1st in Washington. And I think it hurts from the standpoint of just this team was feeling good about itself and wondering, like, what they could possibly do, especially with Brooklyn kind of fading with all these injured players. Um, 
And then all of a sudden, Jonathan Isaac goes down, and Aaron Gordon says he's reduced to tears watching that because you knew how hard he worked. And he's a guy that is a difference maker as far as energy, shot blocking, rebounding. He's the type of guy that in a playoff series can really give a team a lift, especially in a bubble with no fans. Orlando, though, is, you know, every time I look at them, I'm just like, how is this team winning? And I have the utmost respect for Steve Clifford. Um, Cliffy's a great coach. And I I still uh, revel at what he's able to do with this group because you look at this team and as good as Vucevic is, Aaron Gordon, I feel, should always be better in putting up bigger numbers. But at the end of the day, they end up still winning. And so I do think they're going to be a little bit tougher than whoever they face wants to uh, see in the first round. But um, Orlando has been so far uh, impressive to me, even though they lost today. But listen, what happened the other day with Jonathan Isaac, I think probably had the team shaking a little bit. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for checking out the Quick Hitter version of Catch and Shoot 2.0. If you like this, why don't you check out the full episode of Catch and Shoot? It drops every Wednesday, hosted by myself, as well as my co-host, Otto Strong, right here on Pure Hoops Media.